Welcome to the Digital Broker Podcast with me, Ryan Deeds, where we help agents and brokers drive profitability through operational excellence. Hey, welcome to another episode of the Digital Broker with me, Ryan Deeds, where we discuss insurance operations, operational efficiency, employee engagement, technology adoption, just trying to make your place a cooler place to work and a better place to work with for carrier partners, vendors, and your employees, most importantly. Big shout out to Indio, www.useindio.com. You should, if you don't know who they are, you definitely should. Big supporters of our distribution channel, and they uh, create technology that makes it easier for prospects to do business with us, clients to do business with us, and remove friction internally. So if you don't know them, you should check them out. So it's just for context, it is uh, about 1230 on the 19th of March. Um, we're like two weeks into this COVID thing. We've been locked down for, uh, you know, most people have been sent home from work three or four days ago, five days ago. So no idea when you'll listen to this um, and no idea what the situation will be just because everything's moving so fast. But in our LinkedIn group, uh, Neil Deist posted up a question asking about collaboration tools. Uh, I've talked about collaboration tools in the past, specifically Slack, and I've built a lot of tools for Slack. But I think that, you know, as all things do, times change, man, and, and technology changes. You know, Microsoft Teams is, is a great option. You know, and I think one of the challenges that we're facing right now is your employees need more communication than ever before. And they need more collaboration than they ever have before. They used to come to the office and have collaboration. Your culture was easy to define. You know, people could have fun, have fun together. And I've seen multiple posts on social media sites, like how people are hating working from home because they, the thing that they liked about the job was the people. And now the people are gone. And to me, that's just, that that's, it doesn't have to be the case. You know, we have so many modern tools today that allow your culture to go beyond your walls. And I think that this is gonna change a lot of stuff. You know, it, it, these, these folks that have not had remote workers are forced to now, there's gonna be some advantages there and the fear of going remote won't be there any longer. So I think that this is going to, um, maybe not be the mass migration of the ages, but I definitely think that culturally we will be a more able work from home culture. You know, with our, our, all industries are going to try to figure that out as much as possible. And so I think if they're knowledge workers, that th this is going to be a part of the new reality going forward. I mean, we spent two or three months doing this stuff and, um, I think a lot of people will be really happy to go back to work, but I also believe that the companies will enjoy the flexibility of understanding uh, how remote work can be effective. And, you know, there's a multitude of tools out there that allow for, for, for really great and fun collaboration. Slack is one of those, and Slack is a tool that a lot of development shops use. And it's just a big chat app. I mean, really, that's what it is. It's a fancy chat app. When you think about, like, back in the day, maybe you used ICQ. I mean, that dates me because that was, like, way back in the 90s. But AOL, chat, you know, those kind of instant messaging things, it's kind of like one of those on steroids. 
Um, and the two main ones that are out there right now are Slack and Microsoft Teams. The advantage with Microsoft Teams and, and the, 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 the challenge that I had with it before is it didn't have many apps. There wasn't much development support, you know, two years ago. It just, it wasn't where Slack was. And now just like Microsoft is doing with all of their products. Um, I mean, I'm constantly amazed by Power BI. If, if you are anywhere in the realm of wanting to play with any kind of data, just go Google Power BI desktop and download it because it is awesome, man. It is so cool. I spend a lot of time in that tool and it's, it is just, mm, it's tasty. And Microsoft has put a ton of money into Power BI and that's what they're, that's what they're, they're doing with teams as well. See, I, and I think I've said this before, but I think that Microsoft lost the, lost the fight with mobile and then they decided that when they were going into a space, they weren't going to do that again. And so, I, you know, I, I believe that we'll see a Microsoft phone here in the next 18 months or so. But when they are like Azure's blown up, um, Power BI is blown up, Teams is doing awesome. I mean, they are doing really, really, really great stuff. And it's all kind of centralized in the one, e I, mean, I don't know about easy to use, but from an end user perspective, it's easy to use. From a technologist having to set it up and configure it, I mean, there's so many different tools that you get to go play with that it's kind of hard to, to know how to, but they've really made Office 365 pretty straightforward for administrators. And if you have Office 365, then you have access to Teams. And in this situation, Teams is a perfect solution. You get video chat, you get screen sharing, and I mean, you know, one of the things that I believe right now is agencies and companies across the board have a chance to do the right thing and, and act the right way. I mean, yes, they're going to be forced to do some things, but, you know, investing in the technologies, bringing people together, protecting them as best we can, um, and, and trying to, to provide mechanisms where they're not socially isolated. You know, as a person that works out of their house all the time, some of my, some of my best moments are getting on a video chat with my buddy Dave, you know, my, my coworker, my peer in Ohio. And I'll spend hours on the, the dang on um, video chat with him. And we'll be working on SQL or different things like that. And it's just, it's, it's nice for me because I'm in my little house by myself and I, I might go three days without talking to a soul as surprising as that may be, but that, that can be the case. <clears throat> and so that video, my company brought in Slack and they enabled me to be able to have that kind of communication with anybody in there. We're migrating to teams. And I think it's a, it's a, it's a smart move because a lot of our agency partners use teams and we'll be able to create some synergies there. And so, you know, as, as you're evaluating the solutions, I mean, there's a bunch of different other ones, but I think that if you have Office 365 and you're not playing with Teams today, that's a mistake. You should at least go check it out, Google Microsoft Teams, see what it looks like to turn it on for you. Um, and if you're not using Office 365, then I want to understand why. Um, you know, it's an, I, I would really want to understand what the decision was to not go that direction. Um, and I hope that there was a, a good purposeful decision to not go that direction. Not just you, you're not doing it because of an unawareness. 
Office 365 is the right move. It, you know, in a situation like this, it's all cloud-based anyways. Most of the stuff is backed up. Most of the stuff has some kind of redundancy. It makes collaboration so much easier. And those firms that have already been on it, it makes it a joke for them to send their employees home to, for some cases. I, I think the other biggest problem that agencies have is hardware. You know, what do you do when you got to send 40 employees home and you don't have laptops? The wrong answer is to have them use their own personal PCs unless they're just remote desktoping in. And a lot of times that is the case. You know, at a couple of the shops that I've been at, we would just send them home and they could remote desktop from their local machine into our, into like a server farm. And that worked pretty effectively. Now, in a lot of cases, they didn't have dual monitors. And so that was a problem. And so, in one of the places that I worked, we had a mandate that said, hey, you know, if you wanted to qualify for work for home, you had to have two monitors. I would think at this juncture, if that was a necessity, you would, the agency would go ahead and just provide the, the monitors to, to the folks um, and some help getting them set up or laptops. You know, laptops are going to cost you 1500 bucks a pop. They're going to last you three years. Um, you know, ultimately I'd get rid of the desktop so your poor IT person is not having to support two devices and just move all your people to laptops. Um, and then just expect a three-year hardware refresh, you know, between three and five. Yeah, you probably get five years out of them, but you'll have users that are itching for new ones. And so, you know, but if you're not on laptops today and you don't have a strategy to get people in, in, and you don't have, like, the ability to remote in, generally that means there's a VPN connection that you're going to have to leverage. And you definitely, in my opinion, shouldn't be letting – uh, your folks on their personal PCs VPN to your network. Um, just bad juju. You know, you, you lose a lot of control. You open yourselves up to a lot of problems. And so I would rather front the money for 1500 bucks, get 20 laptops and, and send them home, you know, lose a couple of days of productivity or something. Um, and then get those out to them. I mean, that, that's a much better solution if you're not set up for uh, some kind of remote desktop situation, which a lot of places are. But if you're a smaller shop, you, you may not be. And so um, and maybe you don't even recognize that there could be a problem with you allowing them to connect their personal PCs to the, to the corporate network. But there is. You know, if they get ransomware in their stuff, uh, there's data security issues. There's all kinds of different problems. So, um, you know, if you had five people in your place and you're sending them home, I would suggest get five laptops and send them home, get them configured and send those home with them. But, you know, when you look at the, the, the problem that we, one of the big issues is you've got all these folks working at the, at the house now. And, and if you don't have a Slack or you don't have a Teams, they're isolated as heck. And it's scary right now. You know, there's so much crazy news going on and all the things that are happening. And sometimes you just want to be able to look at your buddy and be like, <laughs> okay, I'm not on fire, you know? And it, if the organization doesn't provide a conduit for that, I think it increases a stress level. I also think it, hel it helps diminish focus. If I'm at my house and I'm on Slack with Dave, my coworker, he and I, I'm, I'm, I'm typically more focused because he and I are constantly kind of going back and forth with that. My mind is a lot more apt to wander if I don't talk to him for an hour. 
you know, oh, what's going on over there? What's happening over there? Email's a different mechanism, right? Email comes in. It, there's not like an expectation typically that I'm going to answer it in two seconds with Slack because it's more like an ongoing conversation. And I mean, heck, I'll have seven video calls with him a day sometimes where it's just, we'll have a three-minute video call because I believe that video conveys um, much better than just a phone call or texting does. And we talk on the phone. It's pretty interesting, actually. Sometimes we'll text, sometimes we'll Slack, sometimes we'll email, um, sometimes we'll video, you know, sometimes we'll FaceTime even. Uh, and so it, you just have a lot of different options, but the company should definitely provide a mechanism to do that. And Teams is a great one. And so, you know, that, that's something that takes quite a bit of thought as you look at setting it up. Um, but it can be done quickly and you can learn on the, on the go. And so if you have Office 365, definitely do that. And I, and I would think that, you know, if you're a leader today, you should be communicating with your team, your, your, your staff, you know, with a, with a lot more frequency than you have in the past. There is just... There is so much going on and, and there's so much to consume and the kids are home and the kids are worried and a lot of our friends are, are, are have lost their jobs temporarily or out of work and, you know, the more that we can hear from the place that we are a part of in this time of turmoil, I believe that that increases the, kind of the esprit de core that we have there and a feeling of family um and it, and it gets challenging because you know you do you spend some time at the house by yourself and you're dealing with all these different things that are going on and it's all new it, it, it's hard to to put that work helmet on reassure the kids you know take care of all the things in this time of, of constant news, you know, when we're watching these cases go up like crazy and we're watching the Dow drop like crazy. And it's just, it's, it's, there's not like a lot of lightness out there today. You know, it's kind of, it's kind of heavy and we're going shopping and we're hoping we're finding what we can. And so uh, leaders, you know, take this, take this as an opportunity to, to help build some loyalty and help your, your people understand who you are and that you're there for them. You know, these times of chaos and these times of, um, they, it doesn't happen often, thank God. But when it does, you, you really do have an opportunity to show what you're made of as an organization. And it's like, I, I've got a really good friend that works at Walmart and she's been pretty unhappy with them um, for a while. And then she's seen some of the stuff that they're doing with COVID and, uh, you know, some of the um, outward facing things that they're doing and internal stuff that they're doing. And she, and she got some pride back from that. Um, and I think that, that was, it was cool to see that, that they, they took, you know, obviously they're a gigantic company and they can have all kinds of impact, but, I believe that your organization and you as a leader in that organization have, have just the same ability to be impactful to the staff that you have. And it, if your employees are anything like I am, you know, then there's just a deluge of information that's going on constantly. And 
it, it almost feels like a prolongated 9-11, like the day after 9-11, you know, there was just so much news that was hitting us. And over time, it, it started to taper out. And I don't know that this is – there's no, not going to be a taper for a long time here. And it just, it just wears on you. And so, you know, step up, do something fun provide these tools to your team it'll be good for them it'll be good for your organization you know if you don't know what microsoft teams is check it out if you don't know what office 365 is call somebody tomorrow and slack is a tool that you can just like download and install you don't need anything fancy you don't need office 365 slack's probably easier to start with like immediately i think it's more logical to, to start and it has less connection to 360. It has less connections and things to do, but I, it, would, it takes five minutes more maybe to understand teams in comparison to Slack. Um, and if your organization has ever used any kind of these tools, then they will easily adopt teams. So check those out. Um, teams is the right move. You, if you're not on office 365 today, you will be tomorrow. So you know, if you're fighting that, if you're on Google or something like that, then, um, I, again, I'd be very curious to understand why, you know, but Teams is the answer for this. I check it out. If you, if you're anti Microsoft Slack is the answer and be good leaders, you know, take advantage of the opportunity that you have to show your humanity and to show your company's, um, passion for its employees, you know, have virtual get-togethers, you know, do something to, 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 to help with the kids. I saw one company had, like, they were live streaming some person playing guitar for two hours for the kids, like, doing silly songs. So the parents were able to go, like, put the kids in the room and watch this person do this silly song thing. And, and they, the, all the kids were kind of together. It was, it was an interesting concept. And so it gave the parents a break and it was kind of like a happy hour, go to lunch for the parents. So there's a lot of, there are a lot of different ways that you and your executive team can be creative for the employees and, and to uh, bring out the best in them and to show them that you support them because I've never been in any, I know none of us have ever been in a situation like this and this is all new and you know, new, uh, it's a changing world as it is. And now it's changed really, really fast. And so to know that you have good leaders that care about you makes a big difference when you're, when, when, if you can at least have that stability there in your life, I think it can really be transformative. So, Hey, I hope it's a good day for you. I hope you're healthy. I hope that your families are, are, are good. I'm Ryan. This is a digital broker. It is, uh, the 19th of March. I'm about to go to bed. Big shout out to Indio. Thank you very much. www.useindio.com. If you don't know him, you should. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next week. This podcast is brought to you by Indio Technologies. Indio simplifies the insurance application process for brokers and their clients. When using Indio, the process is fast, easy, and EO free, saving your agency time and money. You can learn more about Indio and register for a one-on-one -on -one demo at www.useindio.com slash podcast. That's www.useindio.com slash podcast.